My name is Kenny, and seven days ago my wife left me. I've spent the last seven days in my head trying to figure out the best way to continue to be a father to my one-year-old son that she took while I was at work and moved 14 hours away. I've been figuring out the best way to tell my other children that their little brother is gone and their stepmom's gone and what I plan to do about it and I I haven't been able to come up with anything. My five-year-old from my my second marriage, he he loved he loved the baby to death. He's autistic and that was that was one of the few things that brought brought light to his eyes and it made me so proud watching him inter interact with him. I've been uh been in contact with people trying to sort out exactly what I can do and how I can do it. There's uh there's a lot up in the air. The only thing I can really do is file the paperwork, but but that doesn't help my family. That doesn't help me make this step. There's there's more than one step in a divorce, and sometimes you can't take them in the same order as the last time. And I've been uh, been trying to figure out. I was trying to uh, trying to be civil. I just want to just want to see my son. I'm not trying to hold on to to a marriage that's dead. I have I have no. Uh, no lingering ghosts there I just my only my only focus is my son and I've been told that he's he's her son not mine that that she doesn't have to send me pictures she doesn't have to tell me how he's doing I have no right to him and even though I know I have rights and that she can't just take him away and that I can fight and get him that doesn't that doesn't lessen the blow she uh she acts real real mature and forward and decent and then just out of nowhere just tears me apart and blames me for everything and i'm the reason she left when i i i'm not sure how that makes sense i i didn't pack her bags she left she took my son and my two stepsons and I'm the one that caused it. I'm not blaming her. And I'm not saying that I, I may have, I'm not saying I was the perfect husband, but I didn't do anything to deserve for my son to be ripped away from me in the middle of the day while I was trying to pay his housing bills, his medical expenses for his food. I didn't deserve any of that. And I know I'm not alone. There's, there's more than just me who's been through situations like this. And I, I don't know, I, there's never a voice, a voice that accompanies the heartbreak of a man. We're, we're not supposed to be emotional. We're not supposed to care. We're supposed to keep one foot in line, one foot in front of the other and keep marching. And, and I do, I put it on a, a show. My kids know I'm hurting, they know, they know I'm sad they know I miss miss my wife and my son but they also see that every day I get up I get their school clothes ready I get them to school or to the babysitter so the babysitter can get them to school and I go to work 
I put one foot in front of the other. But they also know that doesn't mean I'm not hurting. They, uh, they ask. They, they do ask. And I, I don't, I, I don't have answers. My, my six-year-old, he's, uh, mildly autistic, and the only one of his siblings he ever, uh, ever really, really grew, grew to interact with was the baby. And after, uh, after over a year, a year and, uh, two months, a year and two months, that was ripped away from him, and it's really hard, but he, he's trying, and he's, he has expressed what's upsetting him, and it's hard for me to hear it, but he, uh, he's being strong, and, uh, I'm trying to, uh, trying to teach him that it's okay, okay to hurt, it's okay to cry, but you do have to be strong. I've been trying to, uh, explain to my oldest daughter that this happened, and I'm gonna do what I can so that we can, we can still be part of his life, and that he's not gone. It's just gonna take a little, a little time, and she doesn't understand why, uh, why I would have to uh, go through so much, so much to, to keep him a part of our lives. When uh, me and their moms, but it was never like that. I mean, we did have our hard times, but I never had to worry about a 14-hour drive or a plane ticket to see him, and I feel a. Uh, Feel like there's there's other people that hurt that are going through this and they need to know that they're not alone and that there's there are other people and if you can find them we I, w I will always support somebody going through this this is this is my third time I've supported three friends through marriage and divorce Knowing I, I really don't have that much left. I mean, I'm, I'm not a huge guy, but it seems like every time, uh, every time I do this, a ton more of me is just gone, and uh, I give it all. I've given it all to all three marriages, and I give it all to my friends when they need me when they're going through this. And everybody knows they, they're they're just a phone call away. I'll I'll be there to pick them up from the bar. I'll be there when they just don't know if they can take the next step and oh, I don't I, I, I don't know right now if I can always take the next step I mean, there's there's a lot there's a lot on my shoulders and as a single dad and someone going through another divorce um, it's it's not a it's not a typical situation and there's there's a lot of emotion involved in it and it's I think it's easier for a woman to give up and put the uh, the burden on a on their mom or their friends and I'm not saying everybody does that and not every woman's the same way but I've dealt with that twice both of my first ex-wives did it and for me I can't I can't take a break I can't slow down the second I slow down the second I take a breath, the second I, uh, 
the second I try and just be calm and not moving, I lose. If I if I need a moment for myself, I have to I have to take it when my kids are at their mom's house. I don't I don't get a chance. The second I say that I need help and I I need it now because of this, that means that I'm not fit and that I'm relinquishing everything I fought so hard for. And I can't do that. The second I do that, I lose I lose all of them. And I have to I have to march forward. There's there's so many different things that I could say. There's so many different things I could do. And the only thing that I that I can do right now is to keep my chin up and remember I have fought and fought and fought before. And even when I don't think I can fight again, that it's just another step. That it's just another step and just another step. And one day after another, step after step, I can march my way through the judicial system and into court and plead my case with a judge and continue to move forward. And that's that's all I can do. And I have to stay strong for my kids. I have to continue to go to work. I don't get to just lay down and and absorb the impact of any of this. I have to... Uh, I have to keep keep my kids first. That's that's the only thing there is. I've I lost the last person that I thought I would ever marry, and the only thing I can think about is my kids. I mean, I I don't hate her. She hurt me. She did something that I never thought anybody would ever do. But I have to uh, I have to stay stay minded on the kids. I can't keep keep everything. Uh, everything level-headed all the time but there's a there's there's a procedure and it's never the same but I'll figure it out I'll figure it out right now uh, right now I'm I've got family in Arkansas and uh, that's something that we're working towards is getting somebody to look into where they are possibly and I've got to file paperwork you always want to file first, even if it's not something you want to do. If you're not filing, then then you're not doing anything. And they, they look at a man as a man gave up. But I've, I've got to talk to the police again, the lawyer. I mean, it's, it's, she stole so much. She stole my TV and an Xbox, which isn't really that big of a deal, but she, my little brother passed away. She stole his games. Like, when she left, she went through the house and decided, well, I'm taking his kid, so let's see how much worse off I can hurt him. And that's that's not necessarily what happened. She may not have known what she was taking, and she may have just thought it was something that was benign to me, but, but the reality is, is, in my head, in my head, that's the way I saw it. And I'm just trying to keep track of everything I ever did everything we ever did and and every time I, I try and get anything put together it it leads right back to the heartbreak but you have to keep going and I want anybody anybody that hears this to know just keep going just keep fighting and if it's long and hard and you're all alone on the other side you can win and just cuz I'm starting and 
maybe you've been fighting for a while. That doesn't mean that that doesn't mean that all's lost. I fought for four years and I came out with visitation at first, but I came out with visitation. I fought for a year and a half from my second marriage and I got I got custody. Don't ever think that you're alone. Don't ever think that there's no use. There's you just gotta keep fighting. I'm gonna keep fighting and I'm gonna do my best to stay strong and keep recording these so every one of y'all can understand what it's like to go through here and if and if you're going through it that you know that that you're not fighting alone and that there's there's somebody else out there and there's somebody else who's done it and is going to continue to do it and that and that maybe we can uh, we can help mold a new society or show the world that that dads are good parents it's not necessarily the mom that needs to be the custodial parent. Dads are great parents, and their ki- and kids need need their dads just as much. And I mean, that's always something I've strived for in my home state. And I'm not sure if it'll ever happen, but I've been fighting, and I have won. But I'm one of a handful, and it's it's sad. And hopefully, we can we can help each other through this, and help each other see that. Every parent has an equal right to their child.